Today the poor priest and Levite got caught unawares. They didn't know that they would appear in a gospel lesson for eternity because they passed up a needy person. These were religious men. These were men of faith. And here they're castigated for eternity because they passed up one opportunity. Come on. Well, my guess is they didn't have a good prayer life. Not the kind of prayer life that makes you sensitive to your own sins and sensitive to the needs of people around you. Listen to this. O Lord, why do those who afflict me multiply? Many are those who rise up against me. Many are those who say to my soul, there is no salvation for him and his God. Don't I feel that way? Here's one. I cried out to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord will help me. I will not be afraid of ten thousand of people who set themselves against me all around. Or for those of us young people that have to go off to school every day and face a whole slate of bullies before getting to our class, the psalmist writes, Arise, O God, and save me, O my God, for you struck all those who were foolishly at enmity with me. You broke the teeth of sinners. Now there's a prayer to arm yourself with before going off to school. The Psalms come from experience. And when we are in the midst of the experience, the words come alive on the page and we say, someone gets it. Someone understands. Someone knows what I'm going through. Psalm 37 we read, O Lord, do not rebuke me in your wrath, nor chasten me in your anger, for your arrows are fixed in me, and your hand rests on me. There is no healing in my flesh because of your wrath. There is no peace in my bones because of my sins. For my transgressions rise up over my head like a heavy burden. They are heavy on me. My wounds grow foul and festering of my folly. I suffer misery and I am utterly bowed down. I go all the day with a sad face for my loins are filled with mockeries and there is no flesh healing in my flesh. I am afflicted and greatly humbled. I roar because of the groaning of my heart. Ever felt that way? It isn't all the time. But I've been there, and there is a good chance if you are sensitive and honest, you have been too. And if not now, someday. Trouble at the office, feeling abandoned and alone, good time for a pity party. Oh Lord, all my desire is before you and my groaning is not hidden from you. My heart is troubled, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, even this is not with me. My friends and neighbors draw near, 
and stand against me, and my near kin stand afar off. And those who seek my soul use violence, and those who seek evil for me speak folly, and they meditate on deceit all the day long. When we begin to see ourselves as God sees us, we are able to take unblinking personal inventory. The effect is amazing. We feel energized, pure, invincible, because we have faced the elephant in the room and in our heart. For I will declare my transgressions, and I will be anxious about my sin. But my enemies live and are become stronger than I, and those who hate me unjustly are multiplied. Those who repaid me evil for good slandered me because I pursue righteousness, and they threw away my love as though it were a stinking corpse. Do not forsake me, O Lord my God. Do not depart from me. Give heed to my help, O Lord of my salvation." To not pray is not the same as to pray. We can go a lifetime not praying. I forgot to say my prayers today. That makes 20 years in a row. But what if we build a legacy of prayer? If we become prayer. Oh God, my God, I rise early to be with you. My soul thirsts for you. How often my flesh thirsts for you in a desolate, impassable, and waterless land. So in the holy place I peer before you to see your power and your glory. Because your mercy is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus will I bless you in my life. I will lift up my hands in your name. May my soul be filled as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall sing praise to you with lips filled with rejoicing. If the priest and Levite had said that prayer, they wouldn't pass up the man in the road. They would have been sensitive to God's presence in their life and in the needs around them. God is a shield about us, a protection. He gives life meaning and purpose as we talk to God and as we listen to God. If I remembered you on my bed, I meditated on you at daybreak, for you are my helper, and in the shelter of your wings I will greatly rejoice. My soul follows close behind you, your right hand takes hold of me, but they seek for my soul in vain. They shall go into the lowest part of the earth, they shall be given over to the edge of the sword, they shall be a portion for foxes, but the king shall be glad in all who swear by him shall be praised. For the mouth that speaks unrighteous things is stopped. I meditated on you at daybreak, for you are my helper, and in the shelter of your wings I will greatly rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand takes hold of me. We've just read the first half of the six psalms of Orthros, the Exalmos. This gives us a place and a context to prepare us to celebrate the mystery of God's divine gifts, the Holy Liturgy. They prepare us for whatever life will throw at us each day. Do not read, 
to not pray them is not the same as to pray them. With all the depression, depression surrounding us today, maybe we should take a little of Psalm 87, 1 through 3. O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my supplication, O Lord. For my soul is filled with sorrows, and my soul draws near to Hades. I am counted among those who go down into the pit. I am like a helpless man, free among the dead, like slain men thrown down and sleeping in a grave, whom you remember no more, but they are removed from your hand. If you've ever felt abandoned by God, then verses 4, 10 through 14 are for you. My eyes weaken from poverty, O Lord. I cry to you the whole day long. I spread out my hands to you. Will you work wonders for the dead, or will physicians raise them up and acknowledge you? Shall anyone in the grave describe your mercy and your truth in destruction? Shall your wonders be known in darkness and your righteousness in a forgotten land? But I cry to you, O Lord, and in the morning my prayer shall come near to you. These psalms bring into sharp focus all the possibilities of our daily lives. We may not feel every part of the psalm every day, but the point is to cultivate a habit of prayer. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and everything within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His rewards who is merciful to all your transgressions, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from corruption, who crowns you with mercy and compassion, who satisfies your desire with good things, and your youth is renewed like the eagles. To come into God's presence on a daily basis is why we are created. We can readily make time for committee meetings of every flavor and sort, but if we are not in intimate dialogue and communion with God, the one who created us, what purpose does it serve? O Lord God of my salvation, I cry day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my supplication, O Lord. God is our comforter. He is our encourager. He's the one who gives us perspective. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He shall not become angry to the end, nor will he be wrathful forever. He did not deal with us according to our sins, nor reward us according to our transgressions, for according to the height of heaven from earth. So the Lord reigns in mercy over those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so he removes our transgressions from us. They say that it takes about 30 days to form a habit. Back when Father Christodoulos was here, the Ierokiris, the traveling preacher for the metropolis of Atlanta, he challenged me and said, read the six psalms every morning. Come to the church, light the candle, read the psalms. 
I've tried to do it. I've missed a few days, but I try and do it. Sometimes it's at four in the morning. Sometimes it's at six. Sometimes it's at ten. But I see that it's begun to change me. To change me as a person. To make prayer more meaningful and rich. Sometimes I race through it. But depending on what I'm going through, things jump out at me. They give me perspective. They give me hope. They prepare me for the day and what's coming my way. So I have a challenge for you. I've made up little booklets of the Exalmos, the six Psalms. The way we begin Orthros, the way we begin, we should begin our life. And on the front is the icon of our nativity. It only takes about seven minutes to read through them. And because I have on my phone an app for the daily reading, I can read the saints of the day and the epistle and the gospel. But set yourself a challenge. Take one of these. Put it by your icon stand. Devote seven minutes of your day to reading this. And see if it doesn't change you. Change your perspective of prayer. Change the way you look at life. Change the way you deal with people. Nina and I went over to the president's meeting yesterday and we were talking and talking and talking about all these different things going on in the parish. You know how you talk. And at a moment I said, let's stop and just read the prayers. We did. It took us about seven minutes and the next thing I know I was on 85 and we were happy and full of joy. It just put, it put everything in perspective because God was part of the equation. So I'm giving you these, and there's a little space on the back here. Lent starts this week. On the 15th, we begin our fast in preparation for the Nativity of Christ. I want you to put a little hash mark every day that you do it. So between now and Christmas, you should be able to get 40 in. That leaves you a few days to miss. But if you get 40 in, bring it at Christmas, and I'm going to give you a hard bound color copy. Because by then, it'll be a habit, and you won't be able to stop, and you won't want to stop. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.